You are now listening to Black Guy Therapy, a therapeutic podcast. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Welcome back, <laughs> Black Guy Therapy. This is a therapeutic podcast. What What's up, up everybody? What up, what up? What's happening? We got the normal crew in here today. Again, this is Black Guy Therapy. If it's your first time listening to us, we are we are a therapeutic po- podcast and we are designed for black men. Uh, but really, we are here for anybody who want to listen. Yep. So, um, turn your radios down. Turn your radios down. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you don't know anything about us, know that we always come with a topic. And generally, it's something that affects uh, black men in our daily lives. However, this week, we have gotten some questions from our female viewer viewers or listeners i guess we're not yep. we're not we're not on youtube looking, right. doing it that way but we've gotten some um questions from our female listeners and we wanted to see you know they wanted they wanted a guy's opinion or right. black black male's opinion on on these and these are these are from black women these questions that we're going to discuss today are from black women um did i explain that right joel did no no that's perfect that's perfect um so yeah we have about 10 questions that were submitted to us. And that's why we always tell you, always hit us up, man. BGTcast at gmail.com. We listen. Um, yeah, we, we listen. We, we actively listen and we try to um, do things that, that people ask us to do. Because, I mean, this is an evolving podcast and we're, we're nimble enough to be able to do it. Yep. We evolving people, so podcasts yeah. might as well be the same. Exactly. So... You got something to say here? You look like no, no. I was just, I was just waiting for you to pause. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. All right, so we're gonna get into these questions because not unless anybody else has anything to say before we get started. No, no, I'm ready. I'm, I'm interested. I'm curious. Yeah, I want to know where we're going this time. Okay, cool. So we're gonna get in these questions. I guess I'll be the moderator here. Yes, sir. I'll let you two answer first, and then I'll answer last. Okay. Or we can do it however you want to do it, but whatever. Yeah. All right. So first question. Dun, dun, dun. Is it true that men get bored with the same woman? Mm. For the two married merry men in the room, <laughs> be careful how y'all answer that. <laughs> I'm just throw that out there. You want you want to go first? No, no, I'm I'm I I want to hear what the married man got to say. I think this is more than just a married man question, though. Uh, it, yeah, he's trying to set us is. out. He's trying it to is, set but us I'm out. I'm going last on this. One. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'm, I'm gonna play. I'm 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 a back clean up on this question. I'll take a stab at it to get us going. Okay, and then um, hopefully, I heard uh, Willie D from Ghetto Boys. He he said something one time. He said, "If you talk enough, because he has a, a a podcast as well." Um, but he said, if you talk enough, you're going to put your foot in your mouth eventually at some point. So right. I'm hoping this ain't the one I put my foot in my mouth on, but no, all jokes aside, uh, I, I think, I think it's a, it's a yes and a no. And I think it depends on the person. So realistically me, Joel at 20 years old, 25 years old, 30 years old, probably. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Joel at 35 no, probably not. I'm I'm probably at that point. I've seen enough. I've been around enough. I've lived enough to understand that the more 
women you have in your life in that capacity, the more problems you bring in for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. So you either got to lie, you either got to sneak, or you just got to live a, a unfulfilled life. And when I say unfulfilled, if, if sex is the only thing that you can get for fulfillment, then that's not going to be enough for you. Companionship, if that's what you're looking for, you ain't got to be married to have that. So it all depends on where you are as far as quote unquote maturity is, your life experiences to that point. And, and if you are in a supposed to be in a committed relationship, your character. So I think it's a, it just depends on where you are in your journey. Because like I said, Joel, 10 years ago, 15, 20 years ago, nah, yeah. nah, I'm not, I, one would certainly not. And it's not even a, about being satisfied. It's just, yeah, it, it gets boring. It's yeah. the same thing. And I mean, obviously, you know, but 20 what, year old. What get, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Todd. What gets boring? Because the question is, can you be bored with the same person? Mm-hmm. So you're saying being with multiple people multiple women mm-hmm. let's go ahead and clear that one up mm-hmm. yeah that gets boring because people are wait yeah. a minute right yeah no nah, no nah. so being with multiple women gets boring I, no i'm not gonna say it gets boring it gets challenging challenging and okay. as you get again as you get more mature challenging is not fun but can you be challenged by that same partner i think so okay so that part was if she challenges you it'll never get boring is, but it's different. That's And that's the thing. It's like when you're in a, again, in a committed relationship, mm-hmm. the challenges that present themselves are different challenges. No, what I'm saying is like to, like I say, spice the relationship up. Yeah. As long as she's doing that and evolving, finding new ways to, for you guys to coexist. Yeah. yeah. Then you, it's the same as being with multiple women. Absolutely. Because there's always that, it's a rebirth yeah. over and over and over. But, but, but what you're saying is the, the man, that's the truth. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to evolve. So we just talked about it. The, the podcast is evolving. So, mm-hmm. you know, why wouldn't we, the people that we're interacting with, they should evolve as far as same thing. So I just firmly believe that yes, one woman can suffice, but it's really up to that woman to continually develop and grow as an individual the same way it's up to me to continue to do the same thing. So I was going to say, before I was so rudely cut off. You weren't rudely <laughs> cut off, sir. I said, excuse me. <laughs> Did you fart? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that was tight. Uh, so I was going to say, you know, as a young man, you know, in your tw- early 20s, mm-hmm. 18, 19, because, you know, you go to college, right? Um, there's just so many, like, girls around, and mm-hmm. it seems, you know, and they're, you're all from different places. Yep. So this one might be into you. That one might be into you. So, yeah, that, that variety is what you get used to. And yep. then, so I guess I can see what you're saying. We're like, well, yeah, you could get get bored with the same woman if you're used to being with different women all the time. Mm-hmm. Let me interject right there. Agreed. Todd. Let me interject right there. So you're saying when you're in college and you're young, it's multiple women into you. That's what can stray you away from being committed to that one woman and being bored with her. No, I didn't say any of that. I'm just, I'm just asking. No, I didn't, I didn't okay. say anything. I'm just asking. Yeah, I didn't say any of those things. I'm I'm just saying that the situ- if you're coming from a situation that you've never been in like that, mm-hmm. then if you're getting that type of exposure, then it's going to be, you're going to be like, okay, well, I can do this. I can go over here. I can go over here. I can go over here. Yeah. And then you fall into a pattern. And that's what I was going to say about me. Like, I... I, I don't get bored with my wife, but I do understand that we do that sometimes we fall into the same patterns yes. that get boring. The right. Trap. Yeah. And and 
And even her, she will tell me like, hey, look, well, why don't we do this this weekend? Or let's start making, let's start doing this on this day. Like, I know one thing she was like, we're, we're going to have a date night every Friday. I don't care what, you know, what it is. So, you know what I'm saying? So there's always got to be something to keep you going, especially if you're going to be, you know, if you're married to somebody, because it will get boring. It will. Mm-hmm. So you do have to do different things. And, okay. and I'll ask, not ask, but I'll, I'll add this. Uh, one of the things my wife, because again, I. I feel weird always mentioning it because it feels like I'm trying to get these cheap plugs, but the business that we have, mm-hmm. that comes up. Seven ninety nine. One more time you say it, sir. <laughs> but it comes up. You know, when you're dealing with couples, it's like, mm-hmm. how do you continue to keep the romance alive? How do you keep it fun? How do you keep it new? How do you stay engaged and not just get caught up in the routine? Because life is routine a lot of times. Yeah. You get up. Go to work. You go to work. Come home. Come home. Eat. You eat. Go to sleep. You go to sleep. Get back up. Get back up. Go to work. Go to work. <laughs> <laughs> so you see how easy that was for us to do that? Just, to, just. But to that's life. Mm-hmm. That's that's really what it is. So and that's why I said it's so important. What Todd is saying is so important that again we talked about this too. When you're talking about being with somebody for an extended period, life, you know, hopefully if you if you're trying to get a partner, you're trying to get with that partner for life. It's so easy to fall into that trap. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to. Not be like, you know what, I'm going to continue to work the same way later that I did when I began. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, we all fall into that trap. And my wife was bringing that up. was like, the thing that bothers me the most, this was her talking. And, and one of the things she was saying, I get up and, and, and am I kissing Joel because I just, I just really want to kiss him or because it's the routine mm-hmm. when I'm leaving in the morning? Am I saying, okay, I love you because it's a routine or because I'm really feeling that in the moment? Mm-hmm. And I think it's up to us to the question. So this is a fantastic question. I'm glad we started with it because this will get the ball rolling. Well, it actually leads into the next question. Even better. I don't know if this is like a two part question, but it says, it seems like men stop doing the things that they did at first. Do they get content with how things are? Henry? Well, over time, I think both, both in the couple stopped doing what they were doing at first. Cause you can't mean you, you cannot tell me that a woman does everything she was trying did when y'all were trying to get together. She does that now. And it's saying for men, men don't do that. It's just, right. okay, we're past. I think it's certain stages in a relationship. It is. Like, like I told my wife in stage. She said something like that. I told yeah. her, I said, I got you now. Right. But like at the beginning stage, when you're courting somebody and you're trying to get this person, you're going to go all out. Yeah. Then when we together, it's like, what are we doing that for? Let's yeah. do something. Let's find other things to do. Right. Right. I but got if, you now. If, if, if a, a female is stuck on repeating the same cycle of doing the same things that y'all were trying to, y'all were doing when y'all were trying to get together, mm-hmm. you're not going to involve. You're going to be stuck in that, in that space. I agree. You're out of that space now. Go to a different space and do something bigger and better. I ain't content. I just ain't got no money. <laughs> like I just yep. can't keep affording. We got real things. bills now. Yeah, yeah, we got real yeah, bills. You got a real bill coming, sir. I know a real bill. <laughs> so and and I want to again. So sorry to take this detour, but I got to say this. Seven ninety nine. Not about that. Okay, I'm about to say as soon as you would have said it. Seven ninety nine, sir. But evolution is so important on an individual level. We do not talk about, and I think that's a whole show to itself. If a person is not mature enough mentally, emotionally, to understand this concept that we're talking about, like when we started, that was a phase. 
when we got beyond that point, that's a phase. The next 10 years, that's a phase. Next, ten, There's all these phases that take place and the, the activities and the actions and the interactions have to change. If they don't change, Correct. somebody's going to be upset. Mm-hmm. And if you're not with somebody who's mature enough, and that's man or woman. Correct. If you mad at your wife for something that she used to do, she ain't doing now, that's a problem to me. And mm-hmm. same thing, vice versa. So the question is, instead of being mad, okay, that's what it used to be. What can you do now? Because the situations have changed. Christine and I, we can't just get up and go. We got kids. Mm-hmm. So before, it was different. Yeah, we could, just, we could just do what we wanted when we wanted. But now the times have changed. If she gets mad at me saying, well, we just don't take spontaneous trips anymore. I'm like, what you going to do with them kids? Mm-hmm. You, right. you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Uh, oh, excuse me. Excuse me. You got two tag alongs here. You going to take them too? Right. Yeah. Right. Because that changes the whole price point as Todd was just saying. Yeah. I ain't got that type of money for rent, taking a random trip, all four of us, getting mm-hmm. flights. Mm-hmm. Ain't cheap. No. So it changes everything. Because if we do. The, the baby, she has to pay for her own seat now too. Right. And and granted, she probably won't sit in that seat. but Exactly. She paying for one. Exactly. So yeah, it's, it's a waste of money. To yep. And that leads into the next set of problems, which mm-hmm. is, oh, now we're dealing with these financial issues. Mm-hmm. Now we're beefing about that when we should have never went on this trip in yeah. the first place. But you was challenging me saying I wasn't spontaneous anymore. Surprise. I got yeah. spontaneous. Mm-hmm. Now you're mad at me because mm-hmm. the bank account done emptied yeah. out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. We so it causes, yes, causes all these silly issues. So that's my thought. Well, that kind of leads into the next question. Oh, <laughs> man, look at this. What, 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 I don't know who, how these... Who wrote these questions? <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah. This is interesting. So the next question is, why don't black men think it's their responsibility to protect black women? Bogus. It I, is our responsibility. I, right. That's what I'm... And I don't... I think... I think I've always protected... I think black, it's... Yeah. That's yeah. why I said bogus. I don't... I don't know one... But, okay. Pause. Uh, let me stop. Hold there. on. I'm lying. There's one on there was one in the news recently. Yes, I almost <laughs> lied. I almost lied, so forgive me. Mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna zip it. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Say what you're gonna say. I almost said a very ignorant statement. I was gonna do one of those definitive statements. I was gonna say we always look at but that's not true. No, it's yeah. not. It's not. So so I I apologize. It's but not yeah. true. But yeah, I think the only it's that, that that question can be answered in one sentence. It is our responsibility. Right, now, right. I mean, there's, there's nothing else to be said after that. It shouldn't be. Yeah. But, but there are variables, and I'll give you one if you want one. Go ahead. Go ahead. Give them the variables. I mentioned it before. I have a cousin, mm-hmm. grew up a little bit more privileged, uh, and black women didn't accept him. Mm-hmm. So when he started dating other things than black women, black women got upset with him. Why? Why what? Which why part? Do, why do, why do, I, I, I've never understood that. Why, does, why do black women think they can tell somebody who to love? So that's that's exactly, and I think the question being asked could be construed a couple of different ways. Because okay. I think protection could mean, why aren't you with a black woman? Well, I mean, we know it's our responsibility to protect them. So let's dive into that part. Okay, of the let's question. talk let's about just protection. That. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm saying we know it's 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 our responsibility to protect them. Let's dive into the question I just asked. Why do black women feel it's it's? I mean, they can get upset when they see a black man dating outside the race, well, they feel like they can dictate or tell them. We all the love. same race. We human. Yeah. 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 End, yeah. Of, end of the day. Yeah. So I'll, I'll let you get to that one first, Todd, unless that was, that was your response to no, it. That's my response. We're all the same. We're yeah. all human. Yeah. Human race. There's only I, one race. I get it. The, and the government has broken us down yes, into subcategories. Yes. Mm-hmm. But there's one race and that is. Well, the I think the race. Europeans started a long time. Well, well the Europeans are mm-hmm. the government. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. But, 
Okay. Anywho, uh, <laughs> I think I think what you're saying, Todd, I think you're absolutely right. The problem is because there has been outside influence in one way or another, it changes the dynamic. Mm-hmm. So a, a very strong, proud black man who's accomplished something and been, become successful like Patrick Patterson. I'm going to go ahead and put him out there. Mm. Somebody who's had success, what, they what chased after a dream. Oh, you haven't heard about this? No, no, no. I haven't heard about this. Oh, Enlighten well, this, me, bro. this is great. So the other day, he put a post of him and his wife, who's white, mm-hmm. up on Instagram. Okay. Somebody commented on the post. The way the comment was written, it sounded like it was somebody that knew him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and are you, you going to pull it? Well, I wasn't going to pull up the post, but okay. I was going to pull up, uh, you know, the comedian Godfrey. Yes. He had a great response. To, I saw it. I didn't listen to it yet. I was going to. Yeah, I may, I'm a, I may pull that up. Okay, well, I, while he's pulling that up, let me tell you the synopsis. Mm-hmm. The person commenting on the, the photo said, why did you basically, why did you wait till you were in the NBA to get with this person? Because your whole life, you grew up dating black women. Mm-hmm. So kind of what we talked about with the toys and mm-hmm. now when life gets real. And he said, if you were working at Walmart, you wouldn't even have a chance with that white woman. So basically calling the sellout. Patrick Patterson responded and he said, so you're telling me if I would go ahead and get married to, to a bulldog that I should just be happy just cause. Mm. Yeah. He said, would you rather me be with a bulldog? Mm. Now he, and then he, he said, you know, you can't control or help who you love, mm-hmm. you know, wake up. Mm-hmm. And I, I said to myself and maybe tied to, I think we talked about this a little bit too. Yeah. I was like, he was fine when he said, you can't help who you love, wake mm-hmm. up. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he was so explicit with this, with the comment that he made, bulldog, mm-hmm. he obviously wasn't talking about white women. Mm-mm. So you can only surmise that he was talking about women of color. Mm-hmm. Then he came back and tried to apologize later, so which now tra- confirms yeah, that he was talking about that he was talking about black women. Mm-hmm. So he he's a definitely somebody who I would say does not care about, isn't concerned with the protection of black women mm-hmm. because of that. But how high in regards do you hold what Patrick Patterson? It, does? it doesn't it, matter. Yeah, I was gonna say it it's doesn't the matter. Platform. Yeah, yeah, it, it's yeah, always, it's the platform. Yeah, it's always yeah, it's always about who so has the loudest voice. It's because of who he is and what his job is. We hold his remarks in high regard. In high regard, because mm-hmm. like I said, I don't, I haven't heard. Really yeah. don't. Because here's the thing, really I mean, don't give a damn after that. Because that's not gonna how I feel. That's not gonna change how I feel and mm-hmm. how I would think to protect black women. Mm-hmm. Right, but I mean, as a man who might have. Five, six, seven, eight million followers, and they're able to see that mm-hmm. statement. And you got young black kids who see that statement, and they're like, "Well, damn, black women are bulldogs. I'm gonna go date white women." Yeah. He's, you know, they're looking up to these folks. Not well, saying that he's the ideal role model, but to somebody, he is. Right. Okay, but let's let's go, let's go. We we let's let's talk about rap music. Hold on, I'm not gonna break. The, I'm gonna play this this clip. Okay. Yeah, I want to hear this. Oh, hold on. Let's yeah, yeah. See. No, it's not on right now. All right. Well, I'm not going to play the clip. Maybe I can. <laughs> maybe after the break. Yeah, maybe after the break I can pull up the clip. That's but I, I think, Henry, where you're going is is worthwhile and legitimate. And I think that you're speaking from a position of, because you've taken back your power. Let's mm. just be real. Yeah. I feel like all three of us have gotten to that point where we've taken back our power. We're not controlled by the masses. We, we feel comfortable thinking freely. But let's be honest, 99% of the world is not. So that means, and that's the it, scariest part. That's the, and so I look at like Obama, and and I know we we kind of joke, but realistically, what made Obama so special for us is the message that he sent, mm-hmm. which was 
you can do something good yeah. even as a person of color. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it's just the message. And let's be real. I mean, the reason why black people voted for Obama because he looked like him. Right. That's not, they, you didn't even know what it's, a majority of the people didn't even know what his policies were. At all. He could have raised taxes and did anything and, and everything. And they still would have supported And they would have still supported You're right. because he looked like them. So the whole hope thing mm -hmm. was there. Yep. And when he won, it was, I mean, you seen the parade. You seen the, 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 the late nights. I remember riding out uh, North Nashville through on Jefferson Street. It was like it was TSU homecoming. Right. That's how bad it was over there. It was a level of pride that we yeah. all felt, I'm sure. Yeah. Now, but then you come on a podcast with people like Joe, and he talk about my boy. So <laughs> all right, I'm going. I think I got it. I think I got it now. Okay, I got some technical difficulties, but I think I got as it usual. Now. Let's see if this works. On Godfrey here. You see this picture here? Yes. This man's name is Patrick Patterson. And not too long ago, he made some very disparaging remarks about black women. He said, all black women are bulldogs. Where are they, my friend? Now, Pause me, it right there. Yeah, real quick, let me throw this in. He did not say all black women are bulldogs. So just, just to be fair to Patrick at the same yeah. time, while I still think he's the villain in this, right. that ain't what he said. Okay. So, he, he, he said, you want me to be with a bulldog? Right. So we'll clear that up. All right. So what you are saying, Mr. Patterson, is that your mother is a bulldog, your grandmother's a bulldog, your great-great-grandmother's a bulldog, your sisters, your aunties are all bulldogs. Listen, when we talk about black women, we're not just talking about the women on Instagram in their bikinis and twerking and showing their bodies hmm? unnecessarily all the time. No, you are talking about all the black women, yes? Hmm? Don't forget black women are the most educated in America. It's a fact. Google it, my friends, yes. And also the black woman hmm, is the creator of all humankind. Yes, black girl magic at its finest. Yes, so as you can see, he's dating a white woman, which is fine. I'm not saying that love does not transcend color, but with the history that we have with our white brothers and sisters, I sometimes doubt that it's love. Might be fetishes, might be trying to get a parent angry, or might be a self-inferiority complex that is so deep in your soul, it is too far to pull it out. Yes, 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 yes. So do not make that mistake again, my friend. You understand? Hmm. How dare you say that? You know, I think black society, I don't like to say black community, sounds very poor. Black society, from now on, we need to get rid of black people that want to throw us under the bus in public. We have to get rid of them. If you have a barrel of apples and a couple of them are rotten, what do you do? You throw them out. Just like we need to do with some of these silly sellout Negroes, men and women, that continue to say shit about our wonderful <laughs> culture. People that deny their blackness. All of them need to go forever. Ostracization. Yes, is what I say. So, you calling us and calling black women bulldogs, my friend, Mr. Patterson, since you've gone to the other side, I would call you. So... Uh -oh. You calling us and calling black women bulldogs, my friend, Mr. Patterson, since you've gone to the other side, I would call you a stray dog, my friend. Good luck with that. Mm. Sunken place is very deep. Watch the teacups. <laughs> <Good day. laughs> Watch the teacups. I like that. And that's, I mean, that was his statement. And, and 
Godfrey's a comedian. So it's got to so, be the comedic spin. Yeah, so of course. He's, he's being a little funny in there mm-hmm. too, in his British accent. And, uh, but I mean, some of the things he's, I mean, a, a few of the things he said is real. Right on point. I agree. And, and we deal with that, you know, all the time. So. And, and if you don't, I want to jump on that real quick. And man, we got on this question belaboring the point a little bit, but I, know. I, I think this is, I think this is a great dialogue though, because it matters. Mm-hmm. I don't think we stand up enough for our women. And I don't think our women stand up enough for us verbally mm-hmm. when it comes to action and in, in certain crisis situations. I think, yeah, it happens, but just verbally, I don't think we do it enough. So I'm glad this is happening. But what he said is so, so true. It's like, there's so much that's special about a woman of color. Mm-hmm. My challenge is if you're telling me that your your purpose, your sole purpose is to protect mm-hmm. your culture, your family, the, the community, all of that, but nothing you do is connected, how are you protecting that community? And that's one of the things I, I've, I'm still, I don't know if I'm being too harsh in my thought process if I'm being as as the world will say now judgmental I don't know am I wrong or or is it is it difficult to be supportive of your community when nothing that you're doing nothing that you're touching nothing that you're interested in outside of sports and entertainment because you know you're gonna watch some sports you know you're gonna listen to some hip-hop outside of that what is your connection to the community that's deep. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't even know how to attack that because cause it's, it's so loaded, you know? It is, yeah. Um, and I guess if we had that answer, we wouldn't have the problems Truth. That, that we have right That's now. That's true. So, yeah, I'm not even going to attempt. But I'm going to go to the next question. That's what I am going to do. <laughs> now, before you do, let me just throw this out there. My brothers... Don't make the same mistake Patrick Patterson did. If you've married somebody other than somebody that looks at you, looks like you, nobody's mad at you for that. And if they mm. are, that's their problem. Mm. I don't say you're, uh-huh. yeah. It is. It, it is. Mad. That's what I'm saying. But that's that's not your problem. Typically, that's theirs. Typically, it's black women. Very true. But that's their problem. That's yeah. not yours. But if again, everything you do is in support of or anti what you are and what you come from, that's where the problem comes in. So just be careful the way you say things, the way you spend things. And if it's really how you feel, don't apologize. All right. Next question. Next question. Next question. And we got to answer it in like three minutes. Okay. Um, Why are men lazy when it comes to dating or courting a black woman? Or are they just not interested? I don't think men are lazy. It's just what women accept now. I don't know. If your standards are different, like if you if you have low standards and a guy can just come over your house and Netflix and chill, what why would he do anything else? Why does he have to work? Why would he have to work for it? If you don't make him work for it, he's not gonna work for it. He's gonna take the easy route. Whatever. No, go ahead. Go ahead with yeah, that what I, you was gonna say. No, no, I no, 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 no. I am. Okay, okay. I am. Go ahead. I don't think that we're honest enough to talk about certain things. In my experiences in life, mm-hmm. there's been too many times when a woman was accepting of any type of behavior I gave her. Yeah. And I once I knew that, you no longer had a chance to be considered somebody I respected enough to be a girlfriend or something more. Mm-hmm. 
once you kind of set the tone, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, this is what this is who you are. I, can I already you, know what you are. I can call you twelve. Two, I can call one, you twelve two in the morning. You whatever up. I want. You, you up? up? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you up? I'm finna swing through that real quick. And even if the, the door's answer, unlocked for you, anybody, women, if you consider yourself a respectable human being, if somebody texts you that late and you respond, whether it's yes or no, you're the problem. Yeah. I'm just throwing that out. What there. if I just what if I just need to go express my feelings at two in the morning? Then you would, <laughs> then you would just go and have a okay, radio so, playing your yeah, yeah, song yeah, outside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, Todd, that that wasn't a realistic answer. You, you're not expressing. Your, yeah, you're gonna express some feelings, all right? Right. At two in the morning. I don't know. Maybe maybe he left the bar. Uh, What's that? Don't Drake got a song with like, Are you hit, drunk right now? Hit, hit, hit one of those buttons. Over. <laughs> hit one of those buttons. Drake over. is the worst person to use in this. Have you heard that? Cause he so, had to, he had that sipping after stripping. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I, let, 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 I hope them three minutes up so we can go to commercial break. Cause this guy, no, and I'm gonna take I'm gonna his sing cup. Sing some more. Go what ahead. Hell, you not. <laughs> no. So, is, so we are coming up on the break. Um, so, <laughs> we're coming up on a break. We're gonna take a hard break, but we'll be back in a little bit. So stay tuned. Hang tight. Everybody, um, before we left, we was answering questions, and we ended on what was that last question? But um, before we do that, Todd, we, you up? know we we have a we have a little thing we do at the beginning of each show, and we ain't started off right at this show, <laughs> and I feel like out of place with it. So, without further ado, Joe, hit your button so All you can right. go and turn up one time. Cool. There it is, right there. There it is. Everybody's happy. Yep. Yeah. Okay. We good. Can we, can yeah. We continue? Now we got the vibe right. Okay. Yeah, we can continue, <laughs> man. God. <laughs> that show I'm on right now. I tell you that now. Uh, okay. I don't even remember what question. Oh, I think this was the question we answered, and we went into some detail about that. But now we're gonna move on. So the next question: If a man tells you he's interested in you. Mm-hmm. And wants to date you, but needs to get his house in order. What does that mean? Are his finances not good? Who wants to go first? I can go. I'll go first. Why yeah, not? Go ahead. I think it just means I gotta be. If I like you, and and I've been living a life, right? <laughs> <laughs> I've been living a life. I'm just gonna leave it. Yeah. I've been living a life. Yep. I got to give myself an order. Yeah. Hey, my, and that's working on me. Yeah. And if I got some other situations going on, I got to, you know what I'm saying? You got to do all to... those things. So, you know, I, I think that's a loaded question, but yeah. if, if he really likes you and he's trying to, he's trying to work on himself that means before something. he comes back to you. Cause he knows that. And that's something special right there. Well, I agree. I can tell you right now, that guy's really not a player. Cause you just going to add her to the roster. Why are you getting yourself together? <laughs> <laughs> So what's funny though is I remember I was I was not even dating. It wasn't even really dating. I was just kind of kicking them with this girl. Cause there's a difference when you're dating somebody seriously as when y'all just kinda you talk on the Go phone there. a little bit, you, you, you hang out. Yeah. Netflix and chill. 
Nah, it was yeah. prior to Netflix. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, old, I'm old. Uh, Blockbuster and chill. Blockbuster. <laughs> there was a Blockbuster like right beside my apartment in college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they want they called. They want those movies you didn't return to. Right. So what's interesting is that I was not interested in a real relationship with her. Mm-hmm. But there was no, it was nothing wrong with her. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't at that time. I wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. So eventually when I got ready to be in a relationship, it made her sour. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it, so, so, the, so the question is getting your house in order. Mm-hmm. Sometimes getting your house in order simply means mentally you're at that point where you're saying, okay, I'm ready to be in a committed relationship for real. Where you've matured. Where you've matured. Yeah. And I think that women hear that and the question was what what did that person on there say or his finance is not good ain't that a shame mm-hmm. why is that the only thing that matters because that's the first thing that will come to somebody's mind because in your in your head more he than broke. likely he broke he broke he ain't got no money and my mama my aunties mm-hmm. my grandma told me make sure he can do for you mm-hmm. so that's why that question for me is kind of offensive a little bit mm-hmm. because it's not always about money sometimes it's about I don't know you. Yeah. You got you okay. If you my need finances, to prove yourself. Yeah. If I'm are your finances in order? Right. Let, let's 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 answer ask answer the question with the question. Yeah. Why does it matter if my finances are in order? Are you straight on your end? What skeletons you got that yeah. might come out the closet? So I think that I think sometimes women in, in terms of the relationships when they're talking about dating and potentially marrying a dude, I think sometimes they oversimplify it's always got to be something specific about the dude that's the problem i don't think women realize that dudes are also cautious like i don't know you i don't know you like that why am i gonna allow you into my space i don't know who you are for i don't know your character i don't know how you manage conflict i don't know how you manage money i don't i don't know what your goal i don't know if you've been messing with my neighbor i don't know enough to say that all right i'm going to be the simp that's messing with the girl who was just messing with half the block. Right. Because that's the last thing I want to be. Mm-hmm. Well, let me slow pay you so I can figure out that whole situation. That's what it is right there. That's exactly what it is. I'm going to slow play this intentionally. I'm going to say I need to do this. And while it's not 100% truthful, it is. I just don't want to tell you I'm really trying to see if you if you going or not. Exactly. That's interesting. All right. Moving on. Let's see here. I got this list here. I'm I'm operating on a computer and a tablet here. (laughs) Um, Why do black men, next question, why do black men turn so defensive when a black woman talks about her experience with a man? I I can't. Well, what what experience are we talking about here? It doesn't say, I'm sure. (laughs) It just says experience. But let's be real. What experience? So what? 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 What's comfortable about hearing uh, a a person? So, so let me ask you this question: You two two guys are married. Do you want to hear about every sexual experience that your wife had before you? Do you care to hear about that at all? I'm not interested. I don't want to. Okay, so and I don't care. Okay, so. Why, why, why would we be comfortable? Why would, why do women think we would be comfortable with that? So, so I don't know why, why she feels the need to tell me about her. I mean, maybe she, correct. And I don't know, maybe why she's you, trying to get me to do something that she likes, and the only way she can describe it to me uh, is she can tell you what she likes without, without telling you who, who else did it to well, her. Well, 
we you say that, but can no, no, she so I'm really, saying though. You know what I'm saying? Like we, she might can't articulate. It. I yeah. got it. So I, I don't know. I, but if we if we sitting down and you starting telling me, yeah, this guy was yeah, he was a pile driver. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> so pretty much you measuring how my performance is up against his. So, man, I got Go so ahead. much to say. Go ahead. Go ahead, brother. I'm gonna shut up. No, which I want to come back to what you just said because that's massive. Mm-hmm. But going back, I think it's almost like it's accepted this kind of hypocritical acceptance that men are notoriously dogs, but women aren't. So that means a woman is going to be willing. Well, I listen to your stories. I know about you. Maybe not details, but I know for the most part you told me you shared. So why can't you accept this? Why do I have to accept all this? But you can't accept this. So that's the first thing I want to say that that's an interesting dynamic. But I also understand. And, and I know that when we talk religion and Bible and all that, there are some things that we that are points of contention for all of us. But there's something that's interesting about the Bible to me, and that's. A lot of the premise in the Bible, a lot of the thou shalt nots, there's not one thou shalt not that's going to be beneficial for your life if you do. So when it says covet thy neighbor's wife, as an example, mm-hmm. ain't no benefit to that. Mm-mm. Go ahead and do it if you want. Mm-hmm. Let the right let the right neighbor catch you. Let now. the right neighbor catch you, right? Mm-hmm. So when I think about dealings with the opposite sex in this regard. You just said something that is so true. When you have a standard of measurement, Mm -hmm. that means every time you are sexually interacting with your significant other, you have something to compare it to Mm -hmm. outside of just those experiences with that person. Think about the disservice that you're doing your relationship. We don't think about it that way enough, but we should. I'm literally comparing you to somebody I didn't even care about, Mm -hmm. but it was a Netflix and chill scenario, a Mm -hmm. blockbuster and chill scenario. Mm -hmm. It was a, you didn't hold yourself in high enough regard. So when I text you or called you at 12, two o'clock in the morning, you was like, okay, it was all to the good. I've got this as a point of comparison to somebody I'm claiming I love and intend to be with for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. Think about that disservice that we're doing. And I never thought about that till I started to get a little older. And I'm like, man, our body is supposed to be something that's spiritual, of course, significant, important, of value. But we just throwing our bodies all around, all over the place. For any and everybody. For any and everybody. Yep. So we devalue ourselves. Then we get married to somebody and we don't want to hear about their past experiences but we've got these past experiences that we can use as points of measurement. How do you expect? So I'm going to ask a question. How do you expect to have a, a successful relationship with one person if you've got so many points or points of reference or, or situations to use as points of comparison? How do you do that? How does that work? <laughs> <laughs> Crickets. I think that was the appropriate answer right there. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's a good question. And I'm not going to answer your question with a question. I just mm-hmm. I just don't know. Yeah. Sometimes it's good to say I don't know. Yeah. No, you don't I have agree. an answer. You don't know. So 
I'll ask another question. Go right ahead, brother. Maybe I know, I have an answer. I know you, we're, we're answering. You over one on that? One. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're answering, but I got a question because it's something else that's bothered me. Okay. We all men of color. I would imagine that our circumstances, our situations that we come from, while not exactly the same, are fairly similar. Mm-hmm. In my neighborhood, the game was you want to have as many women as you can, even when you're younger. And it's just stupid stuff like I got nine girlfriends. You 11 years old. You ain't right. talking yeah. to him. You don't see him. It's just to be able to say I got nine girlfriends. But you got them. You're 15 years old. It's all me and my friends went to the mall. How many numbers did you get? Mm-hmm. This is how many numbers I yeah. got. Mm-hmm. There's always this emphasis that's put on us from children to have as many as we can, to conquer as many as we can. But Why that, do you, Well, tell your grandma, be like, you got all the little girls at school, don't you? Tell your grandma, stop saying that to me. <laughs> So I'm going to get back to my question. Women, if you are joking with your children, especially your young boys, look at him. Oh, he got it. I bet he got girlfriends, don't you? When you take your son, you it. are setting him up because that type of attention. It manifests yeah, itself yeah, later yeah, on. Yeah, right. My mama told me this when I was little. They already told me. Yeah, I'm going to have this. I'm this. Oh, look at him. He's so cute. Oh, mm-hmm. he go. He gonna be this way. He gonna be oh, this what way. About he the, kill what about the girl? What about the older, the older women that had that, that talk to the little that be claiming like the little ten year olds? Like, ooh, that's my boy. That's my man right there. Yeah, that's my boyfriend. That's right a there. real thing. Yeah, it's very much so. It's a real thing. And guess what? Then you wonder why he runs around at at what thirty? No, twenty. About four or five of them. Like, yep. Yeah, I'm, I've been having them since I was little. You build this confidence up already yep. to do it. And and you've basically subconsciously told me this is what I should be doing mm-hmm. because you're accepting of it because y'all are sitting here laughing and joking about it. Mm-hmm. I had there I had an ex-girlfriend. It ain't fun when a rabbit got the gun. At all. I was young though. I was 11, 12 years old, had a girlfriend and I thought she was the whip. Now her mama at the time was beautiful woman, beautiful older woman. And I remember there was this thing our church was doing and my brother was participating. Now my brother's Always been older in the face. He had a full beard and was like 6'4 in like the eighth grade. So he was doing something. And, and I remember when he was up on stage doing something, her mom was like, yeah, that's my man right there being silly. But in my mind, as a child, a 12-year-old, 13-year-old. How did he get that? Think about that. Like, even though I didn't realize she was joking, mm-hmm. at the time, I'm like, dang. So I need to act this way. So to get, get this that. type of attention. Yes, sir. Be careful with the attention that you give because the very monsters that you're running from are the ones you're creating. Mm-hmm. Can't get mad at the monster you create. So not really a question there as much as a statement, mm-hmm. but why do you think our neighborhoods or our environments that we come from message create this? <laughs> mm. I feel like I want to attack this question with some history. Please do. But I don't want to misquote the history. Ah, so <laughs> That's fair. I'd like to attack it because in my mind, I'm thinking of something. And then maybe maybe next week I can I can get into that. Okay. Because I, I think there, there has to do, I, I think there are some things from the, from the trading block. Mm. slave trading block you go all the way back to that time okay and and although there's no written history of it but i guess if you look 
at situations that you read about men and and families at the slave trading block, mm-hmm. I think some of that might have been going on. And now, it may not have been going on from other black women, but it might have been going on from our white counterparts. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. they're essentially sizing yes. a person up. Absolutely. So look at this stud here. Yep. Yeah. So I and like I said, I'm not gonna get into that, right. but I think there may be some some that's fair some issues from from that time that has led us to this. Yeah. So, I'm not I'm not mad at that. Yeah. I don't disagree at all. Yeah. Whew. <laughs> so I'm gonna go on to the next question. All right. <laughs> How can black men and women start seeing each other as equals and not competitors? Oh Jesus. Henry, what you got on that one? I don't even think a woman could be my competition. A black woman? Say more. I don't think she could be my competition. Think about it. How can a woman compete with you? Not in a negative way, like, ah, oh, we competing against each other, but I don't I don't see how I, I see them as equal. They're human beings. They 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 got feelings and want to be treated a certain way as well. So if I feel like I have feelings and want to be treated a certain way, I should treat them the same way. So um you would have to ask somebody that don't see them as equal, I guess. And that's the thing. Like, so <laughs> my next, my question, and, and I don't like answering questions with questions, but my thing would be the person who sent this thing. I don't, I don't know who, who wrote this question. Mm-hmm. I don't, but I would, I would be curious to know if the men that she has talked to in the past have, you know, they see, and I don't know, maybe this person, this young lady is doing very well if maybe that guy has been competing with her because he wants to get on her level mm-hmm. and then he feels bad that he's not on her level and then he, you know, crack those little those little bitty jokes like, I'm just trying to get like you, shit. You make all the money, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. I wonder if that, if, if maybe that's something that has affected her. And in her mind, now she thinks, well, hell, every dude I'm with is trying to compete with me when maybe he has a complex, right? He's right. not used to being you know, not at the top of the food chain. Right. So I I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting to me that a, cause it makes me wonder if, if money is the only standard that we can use for being a provider, obviously it plays a major factor. So I'm that type of dude. I want to be able to provide for my family. I'm not going to be mad at my wife if she makes more, but uh, going back to the conversation we had, if somebody breaks in my house, and Ronda Rousey is my wife. Yeah. Am I going to let Ronda Rousey fight because I know she got skills? I still feel, even though she could be the baddest woman on the planet, I still feel like it's my responsibility to defend. Right. Correct. So that's going to be my instinctive reaction is to go and face it head on mm-hmm. so she ain't got to. And she may got more hands than I got. Yeah. Well, first of all, if you break in, break in my house in the middle of the night, there ain't going to be no fight. Right. No, there ain't going to be no fight. You, right. you, gonna, you trust me, you're going to hear something and you're going to probably run out of there. <laughs> but you get my point. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I just had to throw that joke in there. Yeah, so it, it always makes me wonder. What's, there, the, what's the competition? Yeah, there are dudes that are uncomfortable with a woman making more. Why? And I don't, if I can't speak wife, to that. If that's your wife and she makes more than you, what is the competition? That's coming to the household, right? Unless that woman is putting it in your face. And then that means y'all are not meant for, meant for each other in the first place. I agree. 
that's where I was hoping we would get this yeah, to. I mean, if it's the, if it's becoming that type of competition, yeah, you don't you don't that ain't that ain't healthy for you. Mm-hmm. That's not healthy for anyone. So yeah, you don't need to be there. So let's try to answer the question now, because that's a hard question to answer, and I don't know if I've got it. But going back, how do we get to that point where we're not? Because the reality is, this country we live in is very divisive. Correct. And they've pitted black men and women against each other for years. Mm-hmm. For years. Divide and conquer. Divide and conquer. So how do we get beyond what's already been established and in place for so long and it's working? Well, that I believe that's each individual's, each individual person's task to figure that out in, within themselves. Like, you're not going to have that competition with your wife. Todd's not going to have that competition with his wife. I'm not going to have that competition in my household. So we can't answer that question legitimately because we we don't we don't view anything as competition. Everyone in our households are equal. Right. So we can't answer that honestly. You would have to get someone that doesn't see it as an equal because it's easy for us to say, how can we ask the question of how can we get it done? That's fair. We ain't gonna have we ain't gonna have the specific answers because that's not a problem for us. That's true. Yeah, because I'm I'm just thinking like I don't even yeah. know how to how I would approach that like yeah. counseling somebody because yeah. you, you I don't know, have that problem. Yeah. You don't have that. That's something I think you would have to experience. Yeah, to be able to speak to to, to be able to speak to it. Yeah, I feel like I feel like um, in dealing with a lot of married couples. Mm-hmm. You can kind of tell. Seven ninety nine, sir. I know where you were trying to go with that. Yeah. See how I did that? Yeah, though? yeah. I want my money. No, <laughs> I, I, I curved it. I curved it. <laughs> but you you can kind of tell. Yeah. There are some men who do feel uncomfortable. Well, it's the inferior complex within them. Yeah. I mean, it that's is. something that they're gonna have to get over. Okay. If you if you feel that if you feel that way, and you want to be a competition in your household, and you feel like you're you're gonna always be mad or feel so a certain type of way because your woman makes more money than you, that's not healthy for you. You might just want to leave. So let's hit the flip side of that. Aisha Curry, and I know we're super late on this conversation, mm-hmm. but she got props for her bravery coming out and saying that she's basically was jealous that Steph, when they would go out, would get attention from women, but she wouldn't get it from other men. So it's the exact same thing. It's just the flip side. That's, and, a, that's a married woman, right? That's a married woman. Why is she seeking attention of other men? And that's the thing. I don't even know if she's actively seeking it, but just seeing that her husband's getting it and then she's not, and maybe she was prior. That doesn't matter to me. What does matter is when it's a woman dealing with a similar issue, she's brave. If I'm a man and I'm like, yeah, I have a problem with my wife making more money than me. It, it bothers me. I'm just being honest. Now, I don't want anyone to take this the wrong way, but that's the dumbest damn thing I've ever heard. I don't disagree. Now, not saying that she's dumb, but for her to feel that way, that's dumb as hell. Because you're married. Your husband gives you that attention. And I mean, you married to Steph Curry. Like, if Yeah, you're not married I'm, to I'm Joe Blow like, at Walmart. I out, I'm going to be like, let me go on and walk this way. Yeah. Hey, nice to meet you, Aisha, yeah, the, but I'm going to keep going the on. The check said $35 million he right. did this year. I don't think. I don't think. Who? I mean, unless yeah. somebody's making as much as him. Yeah. Who's going to waste their time? And I don't. Now, unless I, you got Derek Fisher in the locker room. Because he'll know, do it. Yeah, he's he going to shoot his shot. Yeah. But then hopefully you you don't turn into Matt Barnes. Barnes. (laughs) (laughs) That man running around the house. Right. But no, that's that's a great point, too. I don't think women understand that enough either, is that we understand there are certain people that men respect men. Correct. I think we respect each other. And when I look at Steph, 
I don't just see the paycheck. I've not seen him do anything that I would say is a shady move. Yeah. I've yeah. never seen anything suspect there come from him. There's no way a dirt bag that can, I mean, there's no way anyone shooting their shot could, I mean, why does she feel like she needs someone? She has pretty much a perfect life. It would seem. Now we don't know what no, we don't know interaction what, yeah, is like. Behind closed doors. But on the but outside. From what we see. That's all we got. That's all we got. It ain't nothing going bad there. Right. Ain't nothing going wrong. But it goes back to the question that was asked earlier. Do men get bored? The question is, do women get bored? Because if Steph isn't enough, is it that she's she ain't going nowhere. worried? Uh, of course she ain't. <laughs> okay. And that's another topic yeah, another day. She ain't going nowhere. But is it. That cooking show ain't making no money. Not enough. Not th- well, I ain't gonna say Steph, not making if that. If her no and Steph went like yeah, this, yeah. is it enough? I yeah, get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my question is, yeah, it's gonna be enough. They got married in the state of California, didn't truth. they? Truth. <laughs> oh yeah, truth. She screwed or he screwed. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that hatchet is coming down yeah. in the middle, brother. It's just it's just an interesting concept to me. That's all. I, I I've always thought about it that way. It's like when it, when it happens to a woman, and a woman is able to come out and say something that we would all consider, and that's. That's ridiculous. That's the, the statement is ridiculous to us, right? Man, but when she dumb. says it, it's it's brave. Like they were literally on the show with Jada Pinkett and them talking about how brave she was for mm-hmm. being able to come out and say that, right? Excuse me. I don't mean to offend anyone, but anyone that believes what she said was brave, yeah, y'all, yeah, dumb too on that one. But now, ain't that what they chase? Isn't that the life they chase for? A husband that shows them all the attention, doesn't cheat, mm-hmm. stay at home, mm-hmm. The, the 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 white picket fence, mm-hmm. all that, and but, she's getting that. Now she feels no, like, but she ain't. That's the thing. Well, Steph ain't, ain't staying at home. That's because his job doesn't allow. But he's not. It, it doesn't matter. Okay, because well, we're can, talking about logic. Okay, are we talking logic okay. now or emotion? I'm I'm going with logic. <laughs> well, and that's not. Me, that's where you're going wrong. Put this disclaimer <laughs> out here. These are our opinions. Yes, yes. Yeah, from, opinions. from from our male perspective and ours only. Yes, because yes. yeah. I would hate because. I can see somebody taking your statement and and saying black guy therapy is the one we we hate women because we do not. If anybody ever listened to this show and feel like we hate women, you really ain't listened to this show. I agree with that too. You haven't really listened to the show. I agree. But you know it happens all the time. Well, yeah. I mean, they'll take a sound bite. People will take a sound bite. That's all you need in this world is a sound bite. But to your point, I agree. I think that I thought that it was selfish of her to say it for a different reason. I thought it was selfish because now you put Steph in a position where you're basically saying, hey, he's not enough. somebody. No, not even that. But somebody show me some attention because more than likely the attention my husband is being shown. I'm seeing it, which means we're together. So now if you start showing me that attention, it means we're together. So now you're putting Steph in this situation where dudes randomly are coming up saying, hey, I don't know what he doing, but if he was mine, you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I saw. Fight. Now Not, he got to turn into five heartbeats. Every night, now I got to fight. Prove, prove my, my love. love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I you get see, it. Yeah. And that's what bothered me. I wasn't even, I don't even care that, that, that she made that statement. I, well, I do, okay, but okay, I don't I'm care for, that I'm she for, felt that way. So what if Christine made that statement? I would be, I would feel the same way. I feel like she was asking for me to be put in a difficult situation mm-hmm. every time we left the front door and I would be pissed. Mm-hmm. so when Steph came out supporting her I was like that's the the husbandly thing to do mm-hmm. but realistically he ain't stupid Yeah, he they knows had a conversation they the had house. a conversation <laughs> at the house like what is wrong with you yeah, yeah. now every time we do go somewhere 
and you're asking for this. You've given the green light to get to these. Type now, of now to I'm these like, bums. what's up, girl? Yeah. Oh, now I'm disrespecting Boy, now, somebody borderline disrespecting her in public. Yep. Now I'm like, well, and damn. super disrespecting me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's borderline. But hey, she just said she wanted it. Don't worry about him. He ain't showing you no attention. I will. So when I hear that question, it makes me ask that like, how selfish are you? How selfish are you? Mm-hmm. What exactly does that mean? Mm-hmm. What are you looking for? What are you mm-hmm. needing? Because if if this isn't enough, then it's never going to be enough. Yeah, I'm going to hold that comment to myself. That one might have been a little too overboard, what I was going <laughs> to say. But, it, I mean, I think it's still a fair question for a woman to ask, but I think she needs... What's it, a fair who, question to ask? Read the question again. Uh, the, comp- uh, uh, the, the competition or no, no, equals? No. Yes. Okay, yeah, okay. When are we going to stop? How can black men and black women start seeing each other as equals and not competitors? Yes. And I think in th- this is a perfect example of competition mm-hmm. because that's what it is. He gets all the attention, but I don't. Mm-hmm. He get all the playing time, but I don't. He get all the shots, but I don't. He get all the money, I don't. It's competition. Is she an NBA, NBA basketball star? No. No, so. but she's got cooking wear and Target. Yeah, but she got that after the fact, right? Before, when he first was drafted, yeah, when he was first drafted out of Davidson and they were together, did you even know who his wife was? Mm -mm. Not at all. Her stardom didn't come till recently. Because of. Because of. So, not saying that she's not intelligent enough or qualified to do things on her own. She got skills for sure. Yeah, yeah. But my thing is, like, where was this feeling beforehand? Mm -hmm. Because you you were okay with it. But now, I guess you got your little stardom, your little fandom or whatever. You got your fan club. You got products moving in and out of the store. Congratulations. But when y'all go on a date, but when y'all girls date, still coming up disrespecting you. I don't even think girls are coming up disrespecting you. I, I think it's just, just, I think it's from a distance, you know. Probably. But how is Steph. Accountable. How is, no, how is Steph reacting to that? Is he smiling at that or he just keep looking at you? I don't know how he's reacting, but we ain't got no more time. So, <laughs> final thoughts. <laughs> okay. Uh, how this player haters reacting over here in front of me. <laughs> final thought. Uh, you want to go? No, go ahead, brother. Go ahead. Let's sum up the episode, I guess. Yeah. Let's just sum up the episode. Todd, sum up the episode for us, brother. Sum it up. Okay. Well, again, we receive questions from our female audience, um, more or less our black women, female audience. And today we just tried to answer some of those questions. Um, now, again, all of our opinions are our own. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. come from us. And this is this is what we think. We are no mm-hmm. we're not experts. Mm-hmm. We don't know. I'm right. But I'm I can give you I can give you my opinion, which you are an expert. Yeah, I'm an expert in my opinion. And, and yeah, an expert in my opinion. So um, that was what was done today. Now, we encourage you to keep listening to us. We encourage you to reach out to us. We have an Instagram at Black Guy Therapy. And we have an email that you can reach out to reach out to us at, at BGTCast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And um, we look forward to getting, you know, having more interactions with the people who listen to us. Because we have a small cult, cult following, and that's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Which is crazy that we got this many people listening in such it's a short, short time <laughs> yeah. and not with any real marketing. Marketing. Yeah. So um, that just goes to show, that lets you know that there, there's a need for what we're talking yeah. about. There's so. legit, there's legitimacy to the content. Well, I'll sum it up quickly if I can. And you got 15 seconds. Literally. Women. 
take the time to understand your man specifically, not all, Mm -hmm. because all are different. Understand yours by having conversations. And if you get married to somebody you don't understand, it's your fault. Mm -hmm. Mm, You did that in 10 seconds. You got anything? You got 10 seconds. Peace and love. All right. Well, with that, nobody else has anything else to say, so we out. Peace. Peace.